This week's episode is sponsored by Helio Gas Detection and Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Hey everyone, this is Lightly from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm joined by Damon Tate of of Virtue. Damon, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm all good. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Again, like I said, it's anytime I can take out of the day just to hang out, talk, talk music, talk whatever we want to do today. It's all good. It's all love. That's a good attitude to have. So um, if you could introduce like yourself and like your role in the band for our listeners. So my name is Damon. I sing. I also play a little bit of guitar. I do some, a few other things in A Virtue. Awesome. And for our listeners who maybe haven't heard of you guys before and what music you play, how would you describe your sound? Uh, Just loud. It's like it's we could be a rock band. We could be a metal band, whatever you like, something in between. It's heavy. It's soft. It's emotional all of it wrapped into one it is it's it's pretty emotional like i checked out your new album it's great by the way we'll get into it hey hey thank you no problem uh how did the band start oh that was a while ago so myself and the other guitar player mike we used to play in bands before this and really it was just one of those things where you kind of just meet going growing up going to local shows eventually you know all the bands break up and then just kind of form into one other band and kind of the case with us is, you know, we had different some different members throughout the years. We found Tyler because he was playing in another band in our scene. Um, Ryan, Ryan, we actually found on the Internet, which is always <laughs> fun during uh, it was like we kind of started talking to him before COVID hit. And then when COVID really you know, kind of took effect, it's like, well, we can't really tour or do much. But we started talking with him more, sharing videos back and forth. And now he's uh, we're we have we have an international sensation in the house. So. Yeah, you guys have uh six over six hundred thousand monthly Spotify listeners, which is pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah, it's you know it's not the be all end all thing, but it's still cool to look at when you're like, okay, people are listening to the music. That's the most important thing. Exactly, you people know, are digging with it and resenting with it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you played a concert in uh the Record Lounge in Michigan at the end of October to just fifty people. How was it? You know, being in that small of a venue. It's cool because Heather is a longtime like friend of ours. We, uh, her son would go to our shows back in the day, and it's like just to be able to do small little stuff like that in conjunction with like an album release, especially with it being like more of an old school thing. Because like people nowadays, is, I would think a lot of things are online. A lot of stuff is you know just click this, and it's like it feels good to actually have to force yourself to get up sometimes and physically go somewhere and people have to see like oh this is how we used to do it you know back in the day where it's like you weren't just clicking a link or going to a spotify or anything else like you had to go out in public to a place that has music for you to then you know you try out you listen to it with other people you talk to different people without you know without a screen in front of you it's interesting it's kind of just a cool little little nod to you know how and when we started so yeah it's awesome like even going to like smaller shows it's just like how different it is to like the big arena one. It's just so much more intimate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they all have their benefits. It's like, does anybody want to play like, you know, a sick show? Absolutely. But, you know, it's, it could be to 3,000 people. It could be to 30 people sometimes. It could just, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. As long as you're playing, like you're happy. Hey, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, everybody's having fun. 
exactly the um i don't know if you've heard of the uk magazine kerrang absolutely oh well, yeah um they had a youtube series i think it's still going um where they did um intimate shows in like this small little dive bar to like maybe a hundred close friends and family and it's just so cool to see that sort of thing absolutely and that's it's like again there's a certain kind of energy that obviously will happen with bigger shows where you can get crowded to it um like there's chance all this but then when you have like an up close and personal like where i can touch like every single person or every single like it's just it'll, it'll always have a different feel and especially you know if the people there because they should they're there for you they know the words they know you intimately personally and it's like those are the kind of moments that you know again back in the garage back in the basement whatever it is and it's like it can make the journey feel like it's going to come full circle at some point so all worth it um your new album the omen came out the 27th 27th of october how was um the recording process for it oh that was interesting so we did it over the course of like three or so years and we just did it in small little chunks like a lot of it we did our like we would record ourselves or go right with friends that no we hadn't seen in a long time or wanted to work with and it's just like you know once we were able to kind of start traveling more freely we didn't have to pass so much stuff through like the internet and it's like you're going to places with you know wearing the masks and you know social distancing like while we're in the studio but at the same time it's like the magic was still there it's like we felt like we had to get it done and that was like the, a time of kind of no one really knew what was going to happen no one knew if music was going to come back and what capacity it was going to come back so you just treat it like you know it's not and i don't know i feel like we kind of made some magic with this one it's a lot more raw a lot more honest not that our other stuff wasn't but this one just has like a I don't know, like an air of like finality to it in some ways where it's like when you hear it and then you hear a whole a host of other bands, like anybody that has been working on stuff or putting out stuff like Spirit Box or Bad Omens or any of these bands that are really like, you know, our buddies at Hollowfront here in Michigan, like there's so many bands that they were working tirelessly through all of this. And like us, it's like you'll know where and how like certain things came about because you could just hear it in the tunes. But like, again, the recording thing is like, we would just show up, wouldn't demo out anything ahead of time, just go start having some conversation and catch a vibe and wherever the wind took us from there. Sounds like a really free um, writing process then. It was. And I would, I'd be lying if I'd say that, you know, it was all smooth sailing. There'd be some days where you're like, damn, I can't really come up with much, but at the same time, you're going through that exercise as a team, as a group. So it's one of those where, you know, can it be a little bit frustrating? Yes. But when it works, it nailed, it was nailed completely. So awesome. It's a, it's a great album. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. I appreciate that. Again, like I said, I'm just happy that people are digging it and, you know, making it known or more known nowadays than maybe ever have before in our band's history which is equally as sick so it is it really is sick um my favorite song off the album is um cut me open is there a story behind that song because um the the music video is pretty cool as well (laughs) the music video um 
it was actually it was done up by our friend Matt Cole and Chris. He's a plays guitar in a band called Avoid. If you haven't listened to them, go check them out. They're super sick dudes. Um, Cut Me Open really is kind of it was one of those songs where we were writing the instrumental. We were trying to figure out like maybe what we wanted to write about. And we got further along in the instruments uh, than we usually would. By, the, by that time, we would have came up with like a chorus or the, something by then. But it just kind of, we were looking around and it's like we were talking about, you know, some people that had done us wrong or, you know, done us a certain way. And it's like, it's also our fault in some ways that you let people like that kind of repeatedly into your life thinking that they may have changed or may have your best interest at heart when again sometimes people are who they are and it's you know one thing that's going to be bad for you you need to be able to cut it off otherwise at the end of the day it's just they're just going to keep coming and keep coming and keep doing the same thing keep leaving you feeling with a big old empty spot there so very inspirational just cut those bad people off they're not giving you good vibes cut them out it's harder than it's harder than it says, but you know, yes, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you could collaborate with any musician dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's a rough one. Um, it's sad that most of them might be dead. Like Michael Jackson, Prince. Those are what. Like Chester, honestly, that was like one of the ones where, like, when he passed, it like and you felt it we're like oh that's like a, that's a, that's somebody from my generation like yeah that's somebody where like it hurt a little bit where i was like fuck man that'd probably be one of those one of those three one of those three for sure good picks good picks like prince michael jackson and chester like that'd be some song oh yes that would be wild i can i'll just i'll play i'll do i'll do whatever they want i'll just dance <laughs> i'll be- just dancing That'd be legendary. Get three of them on stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that would be because again, it's just all of them are so. It's just so influential in their own way, and like Prince being like he sings, plays guitar. Michael Jackson being as Uber. I don't even know. See, I don't know where the song. I don't even. I don't even know where I fit in it. I might just have to like play bass or something or figure it out. That'd be sick. Um, who are your biggest uh, inspirations for bass? Oh, it's. Uh, I did. I was like a Wooten kid growing up. I did love that. I love kind of like the free flowing, like some Miles Davis sounding stuff. It's there aren't too many bass players nowadays that I like completely gravitate to, but there are some interesting pages where like I do pay attention. Like the bass player of Ginger is actually one that I follow where I'm like, yo, this dude rips like just nasty hands all over it. Ryan Martini from Mudvayne was another one, like just had a unique style about him. Like it's it's wild. Like it's very wild. Yeah, Mudvayne are definitely in a league of their own. <laughs> oh yeah, they're playing just doing all this crazy just, just the Berber wild. dang. Yes. Oh yes. Um, do you have any favorite album releases of twenty twenty three or any that you're looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Ooh, this is where I'm just gonna completely shamelessly promote my own stuff <laughs> go for it that's what's for yeah well no it's it's you know we spent this much time working on it and again it still kind of feels like a dream come true to a degree so it's like if they haven't checked out omen 
please do. I will say the um, my buddies in Bad Wolves, they put out a record called Die About It, which is great. Um, I have another band uh, called Four Fallen Dreams. We actually put out a self-titled record earlier this year. So oh, shameless awesome. plug for that. I play guitar and sing in that band as well. Uh, Spirit Box, the EP that they just released is unreal. Like that thing is everything everything uh, a modern rock metal band should be just heavy beautiful sad happy all of it yeah it's it can't it can't be touched it can't be no. touched yeah. i saw in them um when they came over they came over to dublin and played in the academy and i saw them and they just blew me away yeah it's if, if you can go see them please do not do not miss that show no, check them out they're one of the few bands few modern bands that are definitely flying the flag mm-hmm. and here's our last question um do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a band in 2023 Ooh. um be consistent that is the hardest thing that's the only thing that's going to keep anybody in this whatever you want to call it this world this business this art form it's it's hard enough just trying to break through there's so many artists so many things trying to happen all at once and it's like you're gonna see who really really wants to do it by who just kind of as long as you're working at it but sticking around one day at a time every day doing something just a little something it doesn't you don't have to take it all at once but it's you know one foot in front of the other and you'll see who actually wants it by who's going to be there throughout the years going to shows writing music taking notes figuring out how to make their show the best as possible tell and how to tell their story in a way that is unique to them and how to take the bad days as well as the good days really mm, it be and there is going to be plenty of bad ones and you just have to keep you know, funnel that energy, funnel all of that into what you do. Just roll with the punches. That's all you got to do. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Damon, thank you so much for sitting down with me. You're very welcome. I appreciate, again, you taking the time out of your day to do this for us. No bothers. And the omen is out now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>